0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, March 4th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. Gun buyback programs may be popular, but it's not clear that they do much of anything to reduce gun violence. Trevor Burris, a research fellow at the Cato Institute, comments.
1: In the wake of the Newtown tragedy, there have been some uh, highly successful, I would guess, on one metric, or at least popular gun buyback programs uh, throughout the country, in LA, uh, around Connecticut. And those programs, we've seen those before, and not surprisingly, they don't really work that well.
0: The argument would be that there are people who could be choosing this life or that life, and maybe a gun buyback is going to make the difference in terms of getting them away from a violent lifestyle.
1: Yes. But the people who are returning these guns – and this of course is no surprise. They're largely women and elderly people. Gun crime is mostly committed by young males. And so people who decide they want a gun out of their house for whatever reason – and it's not surprising. In the wake of such a tragedy, people have different responses. Some people go and buy more guns and some people say, I think guns are the problem. I'm going to get rid of them in my house. Uh, In both those situations, uh, the people who are buying guns, uh, they're not criminals. They're buying it to protect themselves and the people who are giving them up are not criminals either. So we will not see any reduction in gun violence and that has been proved in many studies from the government, uh, from the National Association. Association of Sciences. And it doesn't require a study to really realize that this is not going to reduce gun violence. It's mostly symbolic and political.
0: It seems like gun buyback programs in general, they pretty much have to be sponsored by a government at some level because you're talking about giant piles of guns.
1: Yes, exactly. But they often get money from private donors who are interested in getting guns off the street. And this is a, you know, it's a trying to get away from confiscation because we, we won't and we can't confiscate guns in this country and of course we shouldn't. But trying to get people to voluntarily give them up uh, is – I don't have a huge problem with it if you don't want a gun in your house anymore. Uh, usually it's an old gun. It's often a non-functional gun. We don't know how many people take the money. It's a $200 in some of the most recent ones and go buy a functional gun. Uh, we don't have any of that data. But the amount of guns this is pulling out of the 300 million guns that are in this country right now is a micro micro, micro amount, and these guns are just not used in crime.
0: Why do these things continue, do you suspect?
1: It's, it's funny. In the, in the gun debate we have, uh, it strikes me as odd that so many proposals that are proposed for gun control, uh, the gun control advocates, they admit that they won't do anything. They, the assault weapons ban, honest gun control advocates admit that it won't do anything. And also with the gun buyback programs, they admit it won't do anything. So it's very strange to have this debate where they're conceding my point that it won't do anything and then you say, well, why are you doing this? And they often say it's a start. And I, I'm always say like, it's a start to what, and that's sort of the big question. You're knowingly proposing policies and programs that are not going to do anything as a start to something, and that's what makes gun rights advocates a little bit w- w- worried about everything. And it's it's not surprising. Uh, we're worried that the start is to something like prohibition. And I'm not going to accuse people of being prohibitionist if they don't come right out and say it. But I think a lot of the gun control crowd, their view of the ultimate civilized society is one in which guns are not held in private hands and that's not my view of the ultimate civilized society i have i can empathize with that view i like star trek and like the star trek world where no one has any guns but uh, it's not a civilized society to have have that, uh, only guns in the government's hands. So is it a start to that? Is that what we're moving towards? It's all you always have to ask. What is it a start towards?
0: People are puzzling in the Washington Post today. People are puzzling over what has caused this dramatic decline in gun violence uh, nationwide over the past uh, 20 years or so and programs like gun buybacks, like uh, uh, bans on popular firearms seem to have no impact.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's sort of the difficulty here because criminology, statistics, trying to compare and contrast why we have had a decline in crime rate, it's always difficult. There are so many variables. Just if you had a variable between two countries where a population is on average younger, you're going to have a higher crime rate. And if it's on average older, you're going to have a lower crime rate, all things being equal. Of course, things are not always equal. And we've had many changes in the last 20 years in policing, we've had some changes in fire Policy. We also have had concealed carry laws, which are uh, throughout the country, which in many instances show a decline in crime rate. We have more private ownership of guns and houses which stops or at least curtails some amount of invasion home invasion because criminals are afraid of invading a home that may have a gun there's a lot of variables here but what is absolutely clear and what we're always winning on we mean gun rights advocates is that the data about there being a correlation between guns and crime is is just not there you can take countries that have a ton of guns like Switzerland and a low crime you can take areas that have very strict gun laws like Mexico and they have very high gun crime and you can take places like America that have an amazing amount of guns and with with a declining rate in violence while gun ownership is going up. The the data is just unclear but gun rights advocates need to know that these laws only disarm law-abiding people because criminals don't obey gun laws and of course criminals are not selling back their guns to the police.
0: Trevor Burris is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at cato.org.